This is a podcast by the Business Times. Hello and welcome to podcast by the Business Times. I'm your host Howie Lim. Today we're zeroing in on cloud computing and the opportunities for investment in this sector. Over the next 10 years, the broad application of cloud computing will open up massive investment opportunities. In fact, by the end of the decade, some estimates put total global cloud spending at $1 trillion per year. Cloud computing stocks are thus a top investment theme for 2021 and the decade ahead. So is it still considered a niche sector or less mainstream investment? And why should you invest in the future of data? Are the returns attractive enough for you to sit up and take notice? Let's get your questions answered. We speak today to Andy Budden. Investment Director Capital Group for more insights. This episode is brought to you by Capital Group. Welcome to the show Andy. Thanks very much Howie and I'm looking forward to talking about this rather interesting subject. So let's start with whether or not this is still a relatively niche sector. I mean, why should investors look into it now? Yeah, why now? Well, the cloud is driving the fourth industrial revolution and this is giving us some really fantastic investment opportunities. Uh, so the first three industrial revolutions were all to do with production. So steam gave us mechanical production, electricity gave us mass production, and then technology gave us automated production. But the fourth industrial revolution is different. It's about using the cloud to bring together three worlds: the physical world around us, the digital world, but also the biological world inside us. So what we're thinking and doing And we're already seeing lots of companies take advantage of these exciting changes and actually become great investments. And the outlook for cloud investing over the coming years is really quite bright, Howie. I don't really see the cloud as a niche opportunity. Cloud is a broad investment universe that's got three segments: the enablers that make all the tech hardware that allows the cloud to exist so think semiconductors memory central processing units and so on then we got the solutions providers so these are the companies that provide the actual cloud services so the big cloud companies amazon web services microsoft azure but also the software companies uh, these are the companies that use the cloud to distribute their services and then there's the beneficiaries and the beneficiaries are the companies that use the cloud and all its services to innovate to disrupt their industries and create shareholder value and it's not just tech companies howie it's literally any company in the world so the, by the time you've looked at these three sections it's not really a niche sector but actually a really broad exciting investment opportunity what would you say its track record's been so far are the benefits to say getting an early start it is relatively I wouldn't say nascent but getting there right picking up yes um the track record is good just to see how some of the big cloud stocks have performed Amazon web services is the largest cloud business in the world and Amazon's stock has gone up more than 300% over the last 5 years Adobe has converted most of its software business to be cloud-based and that stock is up around 500% for the last 5 years. So I think this is a good signal for investors to really start thinking carefully about the cloud right now. It's a proven investment opportunity, but it's also one that still has a long way to run. How easy though is it or how accessible are these stocks to 
say, the retail investor? Because if we talk about, say, Amazon, for example, the stocks aren't cheap, relatively. So are there some other ways investors can invest in cloud computing aside from, say, the big guys? You talked about enablers, solutions, providers and beneficiaries. Yeah. So, I mean, thanks for that question, Howie. I mean, let me just unwrap the investment opportunity a little bit more because it is much more than just those big, well-known companies. And let's use this framework then. So enablers, solutions, beneficiaries, I'll start with the enablers. And the backdrop here is that we're creating enormous amounts of data every day, every year, actually around about 64 zettabytes of data every year, almost almost too large to comprehend. And it comes from... Do we have enough digits to count the number of zeros there, Andy? <laughs> well, probably not. Yeah, well, I think that is such a fun question because, I mean, the numbers are almost beyond comprehension. And it's because the data is coming from tweets emails, media, data from autonomous vehicles, and it all gets stored in the cloud. And it means that every year we need to create cloud capacity equivalent to three and a half billion of the world's highest capacity hard drives simply to stand still and store all this data we're creating. So it means that the enablers, the companies that really create the infrastructure, the components of the cloud, it's a very real investment opportunity. So these semiconductors, really important for the cloud and a very bright future. And I mean, it used to be very competitive But if we jump forward to today, it costs so much to build a semiconductor factory that most of the companies have dropped out of the industry. And in fact, most of the semiconductor capacity today, it just comes from three companies. So, and the demand side has transformed as well. So semiconductors used to be just in PCs, but today it's in smartphones, cars, data centers, and of course the cloud. And so this combination of broad demand reduced competition, it just means that it's a very attractive industry to invest in. Kind of revenue growth for the semiconductor industry of you know, close to 10% per annum. Profit growth could be even higher. And, and a lot of these companies pay dividends as well. So there's lots of other component manufacturers which are looking at strong, steady growth for the next 10 years plus. So central processing units, graphics processing units, they have a special processing structure, which means they're really high performance and they're used in many applications, not just graphics. We've got memory chips, and of course, data centers as well. And several of these sectors are expected to have double-digit revenue growth over the next five to 10 years. You know, I'd say that the enablers is a very interesting place to invest if you're going to try and get cloud exposure into a portfolio. So that's enablers, Andy. What about the solutions providers? Yeah, absolutely. So I'd say the starting point here is the big cloud computing companies. And it's a real oligopoly, just a small number of major participants. So there's Amazon Web Services with 33% market share. Microsoft Azure is 20% market share and growing. Alphabet is next. They're about 9%. And you know, while most of the cloud revenues are currently going to the US companies, we're also seeing lots of growth in China. And there, Alibaba and Tencent are the main players. And big acceleration over the last couple of years as we've seen COVID accelerate this rewiring of the global economy. So very exciting times. It's the software companies. And This is also a very exciting industry because the cloud is creating two things. So it's giving them a new operating system, but it's also created 
an entirely new distribution system because software now gets distributed on the cloud and lots of disruption underway. Over the last three years, we've seen 250 software IPOs, and this reflects partly the size of the business opportunity, but also it's a fairly easy industry to enter. The barriers to entry are quite low, and it's a super dynamic investment opportunity. I mean, we're expecting revenue growth over the next five years of, of you know 10% per annum and 70% gross margins. So we've got you know the enablers with you know semiconductors, other tech hardware companies. And then we got the solution providers with the big cloud companies like Amazon and Microsoft, but also the software businesses as well. If you like what you're hearing so far, please subscribe to the BT Podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts or Spotify and like us and give us a rating. And now back to our conversation with Andy Budden, Investment Director at Capital Group about investment opportunities in cloud computing. This episode is brought to you by Capital Group. So Andy, what are some other trends in what's also being termed as cloud stock, I understand? Yes, yeah, that's right. So cloud stocks, you know, this is the term given to all of these businesses that have exposure to the cloud in some way. And actually, Howie, I think this is the bit where it gets really interesting, because I think that the biggest trend is actually the acceleration of what we're calling the beneficiaries in cloud stock. These are the companies that take the cloud services and then they use them to innovate, create new value in their businesses and potentially disrupt the entire industry. And I'm going to start with wind farms. Wind farms have made enormous progress over the last 20 years. The rotor diameter, so basically the the width of of a windmill, has increased three times and it's now 170 meters on the biggest windmills. And and this means that power capacity from a single windmill has gone up six times. But it's only been possible because of the analytical capability of the cloud and healthcare cloud was instrumental in the creation of the COVID vaccine in several different ways. The cloud helped with analyzing the RNA of the virus. It distributed the data around the world. Uh, The cloud was used to try and find just the right selection of candidates to use in the clinical trials where the vaccination was tested. And the outcome of all this is a remarkable nine-month delivery. And remember that historically, vaccines have taken decades to develop. My real point is that the cloud is impacting every single industry. So wherever you can find an ingenious human being who can innovate, the cloud is helping that to happen. Andy, at the risk of sounding pragmatic, though, what's in it for me? What's in it for the investor, I suppose? And talk to us about some of the key risks and challenges that we need to bear in mind when considering these investments. Yeah, absolutely. So what's in it for the investor is quite simply superior investment returns. And sometimes it comes simply from growth, but sometimes it comes from a company using the cloud just to become more efficient in how it operates. And whether it's growth or rising profit margins, these can these can all lead to good returns for the investor. But Howie, you're you're absolutely right to point out that I'm painting a fairly positive outlook for cloud stocks. Mm. But there are risks. If I zero in on software, 
and specifically software as a service. Today, there are more than 20,000 software as a service companies worldwide. 99% of them have a value that is smaller than a billion dollars. This is an immature industry. Now, some of these companies are going to be spectacularly successful. They'll be the the Microsofts of of, of the future. Uh, They could be great investments, but some of them are going to struggle. But I think also that investors should remember that the cloud is still developing. It's a new resource for many of the beneficiary companies that are using it to create value and disrupt their industries. And this means that we're still going to see teething problems. Uh, Companies are still learning. We're going to see beginner's mistakes. It's not always going to work out quite the way that the company management intended. All of these risks can be mitigated. And the secret is fundamental research. So thorough research into the fundamentals of each business so that you can make sure that company management has you know, a good cloud strategy, a, a good plan for implementing that strategy, and that it's really going to make a difference for for the results and the return that, that the investor gets as well. I do think you need to make sure you hold the right stocks. Now, I, I've mentioned several companies today, and, and I want to be clear that I'm not trying to make any specific investment recommendations, but but I do think that the best way to reduce the risk of picking the wrong stock is, is fundamental research. Just make sure you really understand the business, how it operates and how it's going to make money. Due diligence, of course, Andy, as it should be, right? Definitely. Due diligence is absolutely essential for, for good investment results. And your outlook, you think, for the cloud computing space for next year and beyond, 2022 and beyond, still an attractive segment for investors, you reckon? Yeah, the the outlook is positive, Howie. We need to remember that COVID really accelerated this rewiring of the global economy. And whether it's, you know, e-commerce, digital payments, online entertainment, I mean, we've seen all of these become so much bigger through COVID. And the cloud is at the heart of all of it. We can expect to see very strong results from many of these companies through 2022 and beyond. But at the same time, Howie, I think we always need to remember that, I mean, it should always be a long-term investment. You know, equities are volatile, you know, that they go up and down. And sometimes you do need several years just to be more confident that the investment thesis will be rewarded through the volatility. But of course, the outlook is most definitely positive, Howie. We've been discussing the investment opportunities in cloud computing with Andy Budden, Investment Director at Capital Group. Thanks so much for being on the show, Andy. Yeah, thanks for your time, Howie. I I enjoyed the chat. And that's a wrap for this podcast by The Business Times. This episode was brought to you by Capital Group. And don't forget to subscribe to BT Podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts or Spotify and like us and give us a rating. That was an SBH podcast by The Business Times. Find us on Spotify, Apple or Google Podcasts or streaming on Google Home. Do feedback to us at podcast.sbh.com.sg. You can also check out more podcasts on various topics at The Straits Times, The Business Times and Money FM 89.3. Any financial or investment information in this podcast is for use in Singapore only and is intended to be for your general information. Any particular investment or decision should only be made after consulting with a fully qualified financial advisor.